Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, just, just happy to be here to wish... Um, Everybody in our listening audience, uh, a happy Max Fun Drive, uh, last week at the Max Fun Drive, and uh, happy Anal August. Happy Anal August, everybody. Yeah. Max Fun Drive, without a base, without a trace. <laughs> is this is this the first year that the Max Fun Drive and Anal August have overlapped? I think it is the first, and it is like two comets colliding into each other. Right. Yes. Magical. It'll create a, a rift in time that'll suck us all in. <laughs> Did you ever watch the movie of uh, A Brief History of Time, the the Errol Morris documentary? Oh boy, I I remember being having that put on for me and uh as maybe like a little kid who was too too young and fidgety to be interested in that and and being mad. Yeah, that that was more or less my experience. I, I think I saw it at the Roxy Theater in San Francisco, 16th Street in San Francisco, when I was, you know, eight or whatever. <laughs> my mom thought it was a good idea. But the one part that I remember is there is a part where Stephen Hawking says, uh, as you approach the event horizon of the black hole, you will be turned into spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. I I think there was just this, as a, as a kid, there was just a, like... Little boys love space. Little boy, look at this. And I'm like, I don't like space at all. I like dinosaurs. Get enough of this space shit. <laughs> Give me dino those dinos. Boy. I'm a dino boy. I'm not a space kid. Uh, anyway, so so yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, it looks. I wish I had seen it because maybe I could make sense in my brain of of the collision that is going on right now because Max Fun Drive and Anal August are taking place. In the same yeah. week. Wow. 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 If you're not already a member of uh, Maximum Fun, you can join us. This is our final week. It's MaximumFun.org slash join. If you're not in a position to, we understand times are tough out there. But if you are, this is how we run this whole operation is by membership. So go to MaximumFun.org slash join and join us. We'll talk a little bit more about what else is going on in the Max Fun Drive later on in the program. But first, let's bring to the program our guest. Ah, uh, yes. You know her as an actor, as a co-founder of SF Sketchfest. You know her as the host of Maximum Fun's own The JV Club. You know her as our pal, the great Janet Varney. Hi, Janet. Hi, buddies. How are you? Hey, doing all right. Uh, we had, Janet, you and I had one of those kind of moments while we were setting up where we're like oh this is too good save it for the cast oh it's so gross so uh, you know this is this is the life we've chosen for ourselves i know i know (laughs) i just it's just it's just a moment of like i think that i think i only feel good about it because we are friends in real life yes um if we weren't and i was that would somehow feel like so bad I think yeah. I think what happened was, and then also like we. There's you know, a professional we, understanding, yeah, I think, that we have. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, well, we were just talking about our habits and this and that, and you were bragging on how early you go to bed, and I said I could no, top no. it by going to bed earlier. All right, I was saying I'm uh, I'm an 11:30 man. I've been an 11:30 man uh, for 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 the past couple months. Uh, what are you What are you clocking in at, Varney? 
I mean, when the 930 rolls around, Whoa. I start to look at the clock <laughs> and think, if I go to bed now-ish, I'll probably fall asleep around 1030. Then I can wake up around 545 to 6. Mm. And if I quickly get ready, I can get outside before A, it gets hot, and B, everyone is outside. So right. I've turned into this person who, like, I... I genuinely sort of look forward to going to bed early so that I can get up early because I enjoy a quiet walk and um, many people, understandably so, also enjoy quiet walks now in a way that they <laughs> heretofore were not experiencing, sure. at least when I was around. Um, and 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 so I, uh, I've become a really early riser and there is a part of me that's sort of looking at it from, from at the outside and mm-hmm. going like, what a character this new Janet Vardy is who who <laughs> likes to get up early and is excited. And, and this is like my number one concern when I wake up is if I get up too early, I will be the first one on certain trails and I will be the one to break oh. the giant spider web with my face. And I don't <laughs> want to do that. So I have to let someone else do that. Namaste, spider web. Yeah. So those are these are the things that are important in the early morning for me. Um, so do you have do you have to is your is your body ready to go to sleep at nine thirty ten thirty or do you have to like you know do a chamomile tea and put on a white noise machine? Is there do you have to trick yourself into going to sleep? Yeah, no, it's all sort of self regulated now. Like usually now I wake up, uh, like I'll set an alarm for six thirty and I'll wake up. Any anywhere between like five forty five and six thirty, but I I often don't have to like even hear the alarm. So I've I've my, my what what is it my circadian rhythm? I'm not sure, but something something in the the, the, the bits and bobs inside the gears and spokes of my body uh, have made the adjustment so that now it's what just feels normal. It's very strange. I mean, it's not me at all, but now it is apparently. <laughs> I uh, I no longer use an alarm clock in my house, uh, but I did get um, I did get what they call an alternate fuel alarm clock. I was worried about electronics consumption, uh, which is a guy named Curtis Francis Thorne who lives upstairs from my bedroom, <laughs> and at five forty goes, Mom. <laughs> so five forty, he's pretty consistent. Yeah, it has, it really has, it's been inching back and back and back. And there was a time when he would come downstairs, he'd like crawl in bed. This is my three-year-old. Crawl in bed with Teresa, my wife. Um, But at this point, his goal is to disrupt the entire household as much as possible. So he'll like yell at his brother until his brother wakes up. His brother does not want to wake up, but he'll yell at his brother until his brother wakes up. Then they'll both come downstairs and together they'll yell at my wife until, uh, until we are both up. They don't want me. They, the first thing that Curtis usually says to me in the morning is, Dad, uh, I don't like you. Uh, but that does, I'm like, you can like me or not like me. Can I sleep until seven? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't they know that CBS Sunday morning doesn't come on till seven? So if you wake up before <laughs> then, there's nothing on with Gail King to watch. <laughs> there's literally the no... Just... I mean, you could watch Gail King's Instagram, or you could go to YouTube and maybe watch some older Gail King interviews, like when she, you know, uh, kept her cool in the face of a freaking out R. Kelly. But there's no new Gail King content. Anyway, 
I really like CBS Sunday morning now, now more than ever. It's my rock. I have a window in my life that runs from nine to nine thirty. That's what I call the entertainment window. Mm. That's when the children are asleep and the dishes, the dishwasher is running. This is nine 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 thirty in the evening. Yeah. Okay. And then my wife and I can choose one sitcom <laughs> or one act of romance to participate in during that window. <laughs> and then we just got to sh- we just got to drop the hammer and shut it down. <laughs> like it's like a it's like a factory whistle goes off at 9:30. It's like, "Well, we got to go to bed cuz at 5:40 it's going to be mom." <laughs> you uh you punch a, you punch a time clock just like the uh <laughs> that bulldog and that coyote from uh, the Looney Tunes cartoons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That factory song plays. Janet, we've been talking a little bit with people on the show lately about their kind of like quarantine eating habits, like how they've changed, how they've gotten weird. Uh, uh, Justin McElroy caused uh, a real sensation last mm-hmm. week by telling us about his uh, drink that was red wine and white claw <laughs> called white wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh our our listeners have been trying it and unfortunately dying <laughs> that's so you know we should say at the top you know don't necessarily yeah. try something just because you hear about it on the show but uh do you are you are you doing anything different with your intakes no i don't i don't think so i don't think so um you know, depending on what I'm working on, I'm I work at home a lot anyway. So there are certain patterns like that 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 I don't think have gotten that they haven't. They, nothing's gone wild in that way. Um, I'm really sorry to disappoint. I wish I had a something poisonous to recommend to people. <laughs> oh, make um, something up. Peanut butter and spiders. <laughs> Come on, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Help. I have been. Cons- I definitely have been eating more. Um, I've, there's there's a delicious um, ice cream, like a non-dairy ice cream uh, that I have been, I discovered that if I put oat milk into that and sort of make it into, you know what I realize? I, I'm just realizing this right now. I guess I'm making my own blizzards. Hey, okay. Oh, wow. like, All this right. Is, I'm having a moment now where I'm really Wait, recognizing so, this. So, I mean, this is this is pretty huge. I mean, my blizzard budget is... Five or six thousand dollars a month. So I mean, well, if me there was a way, yeah, for me to cut into that, that would really, that would yeah. really be huge for me. What's the tell? Tell us about this homemade blizzard. What are your mix-ins? I have so it, it, it's just you take your whatever your ice cream you want. Listen, you can do dairy, non-dairy. I'm not the judge of you. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I and and so I've been. I'll eat a little of it. It's already like, I think the ice cream comes in not quite tippy top. Like it's one of those ice creams where you're like, oh, this comes, is this two thirds of the way full? Okay. Um, <laughs> like there, there are a few different ice cream, ice creams that I feel like somehow are not like this. The shape is a pint. I'm not sure the quantity is a pint and it may have something to right. do with like, you can say there are fewer calories if there's just less ice cream because that's science. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, pour some uh, pour some oat milk in there. I swirl that around so that starts to really smoother out. And then I'm like, well, this is really good. 
but it needs like a more of a texture because I've now sort of removed the texture. I've turned, I've blizzarded it, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so then I find myself getting maybe some peanuts, sometimes maybe a peanut butter, like I'll swirl in just a a golden ribbon of peanut butter. And then maybe I'll like crumble up a cookie or two and put it in there. And I want to make it clear, this is all happening like, live while I'm watching TV. It's not like the 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 those elements come in with me like on a tray. <laughs> so you just you just grab random things from the kitchen. Yeah. You you're like, "Okay, I'm going to start yeah. this episode of Perry Mason and just yeah. and just fucking jazz out a blizzard while I watch." Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Man, that, and that's I feel, great. I feel like it has happened to Perry Mason. So, yes. It's about the mix-ins she's not adding. A kind of a jazz joke that I don't think anybody will like, but fucking Brian, leave it in. <laughs> Jack up the sound on it. Make sure I say it loud. <laughs> I just enjoyed your Perry Mason specific. <laughs> I was just thinking about, you know, just trying to grab a buzzy show. Sure. Sunday Night sure. HBO is back, everybody, in the form of Perry Mason. That's right. Oh, wow. I forgot that there was a new version of Perry Mason. Oh, I yeah. was specifically thinking of the like 1950s <laughs> yeah. and 60s. Oh, yeah. Honest mistake. Raymond Burr. Mistake. <laughs> no, there's a sexy new Perry Mason, and he's solving very grisly crimes. That's right. Grizzly HBO style crimes. Grizzly blizzard worthy. That's a lot of double Zs right there. Nope. <laughs> Grizzly is not spelled with two Zs. That's a grizzly bear. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, Janet. <laughs> Jordan, can I can I tell you something? You may. Uh, if if I was solving grisly crimes, you know who would be my top suspect? <sighs> Hold on, let me try and see if I can figure out where you're going with this. Uh, 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 oh boy, I don't know. Grizzly Adams? No, that fucking prank bear. There you go. Okay. I know. He's turned. What are you he's doing prank bear. <laughs> Janet, you've really, you're really getting a lot of Jordan Jesse Go deep a, cuts this episode. A lot of, a lot, of me, lot of lexicon going on. A lot of getting tossed around here, right. fast and loose. Yes. Yeah. Let's get into Del Monte fashion peas now on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> Two more inside jokes, and we activate the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> That's all this show has been. This has been a 13-year long game to activate the Winter Soldier. Wow. Say Manchurian Candidate there if you want, but fucking whatever. I don't know. Brian, jack up the sound. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, just put some phasing effects on it so it sounds like we're in sort of like a Tron world. Now I'm paying attention. Uh, I this is something. Also, I was thinking about while I was I was listening to your great podcast, the JV Club, while I was doing some dishes. <gasps> happy Max Fun Drive. Yeah, Happy Max Fun Drive. Thank you, Janet. And um, I was like, oh, you know, because of quarantine stuff, I think every podcaster has had to like haphazardly set up a home studio. But did you already have all your stuff set up like you want it because you do so much voiceover work? I it it just depends on the circumstance. That's what I have discovered f- for quarantine is that there are different areas of my house that work well for different reasons. So uh-huh. it's kind of a pain because they're like if I really need to be super soundproofed, then I definitely need to be in my closet, which is well 
suited for a little voiceover studio for sure. Like it, it's, I, I can't complain, but um, you know, it's, I, the, the air conditioning can't be on and it gets a little toasty, not unlike the delightful booth at Max Fun. We know these are things that have to happen when you're making quality <laughs> sounding audio. Right. So you got to be a little hot. Yeah, but then if it's a if the if the priority is like it's also streaming, it's a video thing. Like I did a really fun thing. I've done a couple of fun things for Max Fun Drive or Max Fun Drive adjacent with Travis McElroy or or Hal and Mark. Um, then I definitely have to be. I want to be at my desk with the beautiful sunlight streaming in and the Wi-Fi connection being very very robust. Um, so it just depends. I got to be mobile. I got to be. Yeah, mobile. I go in the bathroom to record my guitar solos. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just sound, they sound really raw. There's a really raw sound, like kind of like when you were just like first starting out at CBGB's, Jesse. I think there's a real yeah. there's a real youthful energy to your solos now. Yeah, it takes a lot for me to break quarantine, but I have let Jack White come over to record a couple tracks. Worth it, <laughs> right? <laughs> Worth it. Vintage microphones. Yeah, sure. It gets a real just classic sound. Yeah, get a real classic. Yeah, they sound. say they call it garage rock, but it's a misnomer. <laughs> bathroom rock just didn't have the same yeah potty rock potty rock potty rock i have i have here's that in the house tonight or <laughs> anything should we stop podcasting now forever <laughs> everybody's gonna take a big shit <laughs> um I so I have been doing I have like a lot of uh, uh, like Zoom related business calling that I have to do. And I'm always just relieved when someone just wants to do a normal ass phone call. Oh, absolutely. Oh, what a gift. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Um, But the Zoom calls I have done, um, uh, my cat was interrupting them and I was very embarrassed. But. There's been times where I'm like, oh, this is going to be kind of boring. I hope the cat comes over at some point. <laughs> Maybe I should put a little treat behind the couch. And yeah. then so I could just kind of like have that happen. and be like, oh, yes. no, oh, sorry. She's just uh, going crazy. Wants some attention. You know, I'm like, oh, the cat coming in would really help this fucking boring ass thing I have to do. Anyway. Yeah, it's the sort of like if you were in a conference room and your cell phone lit up. That's what that is for you. Like the cat goes to find the treat and you say into the Zoom camera, I'm sorry, I have to take this. <laughs> and then I pick up the cat and hold her to my ear like a phone. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, we have some very exciting stuff coming up on the program. Uh, executive level. Yes. Stuff. Uh, so let's get let's get to it. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. This week and every week, Jordan Jesse Go is supported by our members, the folks who go to maximumfund.org slash join and sign up to support us. We're also this week supported by two other great outfits. First of all, vote the podcast. If you feel like the world is in flames right now and you've asked yourself how, as Americans, we will manage to get out and vote this November, you're asking a great question. It's one of many important questions that will be answered on a new limited series podcast produced by Vote.org and Spread the Vote. It's a podcast called Vote. 
Exclamation point. The exclamation point is part of the part of the thing. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, That's why I was screaming. It's hosted by uh, Kat and Andrea, and they talk to folks like Stacey Abrams and LeVar Burton and Bradley Whitford. Um, it's fun. It's informative. Uh, it's it's the podcast for voting preppers. So if you're concerned about <laughs> right. a vote apocalypse, right. uh, this is the show for you. Vote the podcast is available now. Subscribe to vote in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Just search for vote exclamation mark. Vote <laughs> exclamation mark. We are also uh, sponsored this week by Sunbasket. Uh, ooh, that's a nice basket. It's a ooh, they, right. That's of course their slogan that um, yeah. they definitely want us to use. Ooh, that's a nice basket. Ooh, nice basket. Ooh, mmm, nice bat. What is that wicker? Mmm, <laughs> I'd like to take that ooh. on a picnic. What do you got in there? Fresh, healthy, delicious recipes for all kinds of dietary preferences? <laughs> Ooh, <Nice>. yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I know we're all trying to reduce unnecessary trips out. Uh, we're all trying to avoid grocery stores. Uh, Sun Basket is a great way um, to do all that. It's perfect. It's delicious. It's a solution for the times we're living in. Uh, they deliver fresh, healthy, delicious recipes of all kinds, uh, including there's paleo, gluten-free, Mediterranean. Ooh, I, I, I love a Mediterranean lunch. Jesse, do you like a Mediterranean lunch? Yeah, it's good It's good for your ticker. Yeah, good for your ticker. And hey, replace that rice with salad. Most people will do that for you. If you say swap out that rice for salad, they'll do that for you. Uh, but hey, actually, you don't have to ask anybody to swap out anything for you because you're going to be making that Mediterranean food at home with Sunbasket. I made hoisin steak strip lettuce cups with pickled daikon and carrots. It was super good. From Sunbasket? Yeah, I, I made quick pickles. I, I had never made a quick pickle before, but I should have been making quick pickles all along. I pickled the daikons and I pickled the daikons myself. Listen, if you want to get into home pickling, yeah. which I think we all do, or you just want to support our friend Tyler from college. Yeah. Co-found Sunbasket. Uh, there's also dishes like uh, roasted salmon with miso-glazed eggplant and black bean tostadas Diablo with cabbage slaw and guacamole. Ooh, I love a cabbage slaw. Ooh, man, do I love a cabbage slaw. Do you love slaw? I love slaw, too. I'm yes. A, I'm a slaw great. man. My wife won't eat slaw. She won't even look at it. Well, sounds like we should get married. <laughs> That's yeah. the cornerstone of a good relationship. Uh, uh, yeah. Agreeing on slaw. Yeah, it's a it's a classic. the The cornerstone of any marriage is a yes and. Right. <laughs> uh, hey, so uh, start making that slaw at home with Sunbasket, uh, and if you want thirty five bucks off that sweet sweet slaw. Uh, go to sunbasket.com slash JJGo and enter promo code JJGo at checkout. Sunbasket.com slash JJGo. Promo code JJGo at checkout. 35 bucks off. That's some cheap slaw. Sunbasket.com <laughs> slash JJGo and enter promo code JJGo. And pretty soon, everyone will be saying to you, ooh, nice basket. Nice basket. How much did you pay for that slaw? <laughs> they definitely want us to do these <laughs> to do these catchphrases. Yeah, they're right here in the copy. Yeah. Says say in weird sexual voice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean I'll try. I don't know exactly what that would be, but 
Yeah, we did one take where we did it kind of Pepe Le Pew style, but we didn't. Right. It felt weird. You yeah, know? it felt a little bit weird, but I think we. It did. was a little broad for our show. But I mean, you got to give them options, Jesse. If there's one thing I know about voiceover, you got to give them options. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Janet Varney, segment two. (laughs) (laughs) Segment two sounds spookier than usual. (laughs) Who knows what's going to be the spookiest segment? I think that's a a fun at-home game for our listeners to play. Right. What's this week's spookiest seg? (laughs) What's the spooks egg? Sound off in the comments. Was it when we talked to a small town mayor or when we discovered the mummy's tomb? (laughs) So, Jordan, you mentioned small town mayors. I want to get to the small town mayor in a second. But uh, before we do that, so, Janet, for your benefit and for the benefit of the listener who, for entirely reasonable and understandable reasons, (laughs) spaces out a little during the show, doesn't listen to much of it, or tries to forget it. (laughs) Right. <laughs> listens while in the middle of an alcoholic blackout sure sure a, a few weeks ago on the show we went looking for officials who listen to jordan jesse go public officials who listen to jordan jesse go and this was prompted by the fact that our friends had stopped podcasting yourself it turns out the district attorney of all of british columbia is a fan of stop podcasting yourself and we became obsessed with what the best public official we could deliver was. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we had we had no, we had no bullets in the chamber already. There were we had no knowledge. I mean, Graham knew all about the district attorney. We didn't know anything, so we just kind of put it out there. I knew a couple of Kentucky colonels who said they were going to make me a Kentucky colonel some years ago, but didn't. Uh, but besides that, we we weren't sure. So we got two very, we got a variety of responses to this. One of them was from a a woman named Kristen. Uh, She called in and we thought maybe she was drunk. Actually, it turns out she's confirmed. She just talks that way. (laughs) And she is a city commissioner in her small town, which is pretty good. And she sent us a Facebook post to confirm something that we had not even suggested might be a possibility or that anyone should do, uh, which is that she, she went to a city commission meeting and decided to eat popsicles the whole time. As, I, I kind of, I didn't really understand that as part of like filibustering. Yeah. <laughs> is this a Mr. <laughs> Smith goes to Washington situation? I don't know. But sponsored by the Good Humor Corporation. <laughs> but she has, I mean, it is a pretty good, it is a pretty powerful move. Yeah, sure. Uh, especially at the city commission level. Like if you told me she was on the the public utilities commission or something, I'd say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody there is eating popsicles. <laughs> you know, some people have bomb pops. Some people have paletas. Right, sure. Some people have twin pops, probably. No way to know. Rocket Pops? Goes Otter Pops? Movies. Should we just keep naming Pops? <laughs> Is this a show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, but that's not a change of pace from our sure. normal. <laughs> Does a push-up count? It's technically Sherbert. Uh, and also, what, why Sherbert and not Sherbet? Wh- which is which? Are they different? The same? Where does the R come from? I don't think there is a Sherbert. Yeah. 
I think the R came from Jordan Morris. Yeah, I think I added the R. But the, you, I know people say Sherbert, right? I think I say Sherbert. I feel like it's, I want to, I want to believe that it's a sort of a, a folksy way of saying like, am I going to like this? <laughs> it's a sherbet. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it's a sherbet That's you will. Now, now retro. <laughs> I'm not, pun- I'm not making a pun. I genuinely suspect it may be. Now I retroactively, that's why I said it. Great. Now here is, here is the new news in the town official sweepstakes. It is by the way, a sweepstakes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the top official, the top elected official who listens to Jordan Jesse go, will receive a cruise in April of 2020. Um, huh. So I, so we have all been working from home. All of us at Max Fun have been working at home, except for our esteemed office manager KT. Uh, operations manager, I believe is her official title. And Katie, you know, she goes in, she collects the mail, she, you know, makes sure the the door's intact, that kind of thing. And so I hadn't gotten any mail that had been sent to me at the office in quite a long time. And she brought me a card, a beautiful, a a beautiful, uh, like, artfully printed card uh, from a man named Will, and it was on the stationery of the city of Cramerton, North Carolina. Now, it turns out Will is the mayor of Cramerton, North Carolina, a little slice of heaven with over 5,000 citizens over whom he has absolute control. <laughs> is this a right of kings situation? Uh, that's my understanding. Wow. They're wild in Cramerton. And not only that, he's a very longtime sustaining member of Max Fun and listener to Jordan Jesse Go. Will Cawthon, mayor of Cramerton, North Carolina. Welcome to Jordan Jesse Go. What a joy it is to have you. I, I can't tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm overjoyed to be with you. This is uh, something I, I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do. So it's great. Thank you so much for having me. All you had to do was become mayor. <laughs> Were you, Will, were you elected mayor or did you just inherit it? Hmm. <laughs> Actually, I was appointed first and then elected, but I, I had been mayor pro tem previous to that. So I've served for about 10 years. Honestly, all you had to do, if, 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 this, has been, if this has been the end game to try and get on Jordan Jesse Go, I mean, I don't know what's easier, but you could have just um, started a podcast dedicated to rereading all the Goosebumps books. <laughs> I, I clearly thought about that, Jordan, but then you, you you almost sold me short there because when you offered up Small Town Mayor or Mummy's Tomb, even I was like, mm-hmm. man, Mummy's Tomb sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> One of the top tombs. <laughs> wow. One of the top tombs. Uh, so what 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 platform did you run on? What was your what was your pl- election platform? I, I don't know that I'm free to speak on that necessarily. Um, <laughs> Just for, for, for I guess, uh, to, to be clean enough as I'm here as, as a mayor. But, uh, you know, right. a lot of times my wife jokes that part of my platform is, you know, if we could just put up billboards outside of town and say, don't be a jerk, that, that would be so much easier. It's, it's amazing the number like of that. civic laws and rules and regulations we have that could be done away with if everybody would just be kind to one another. So that's, that's, that's a big part of it. But no, you know, no bull moose party, nothing like that that was so definable. It's really beautiful. It's almost Burning Man-esque. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't say that. They'll run me out of town on a rail. <laughs> the, the taint-blasting capital of North Carolina. 
<laughs> that is well, not going to fly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let us run your re-election campaign. <laughs> I already ordered a billboard for right outside of town that says that. Will, can I pitch you a, a re-election slogan? And this is one that can be used by all would-be mayors of towns under 10,000 whose name is William or Wilhelmina. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. Is this. Will Cawthon for mayor of Cramerton. I'm willing to be mayor. <laughs> Or where there's a will, there's a may. Or. Oh, boy. Getting better. <laughs> Janet loves them. I guess, you know, I'll tell you what. I was, the, there, were, that, there was such specificity in the qualifications that Jesse listed. I really expected something to incorporate all of those things in the pun. And then it just turned out to be like, just a basic, just your basic will pun. I was like, hmm, how's he going to incorporate 10,000 into this? My presumption is that in a town with 10,000 or fewer residents, there's only one person who's really going to take the meeting with the various garbage <laughs> contractors. Like, there's, there's one person who has it in their heart to be civic-minded enough to, to take care of that. And that person is, it's like, I look, I, my, my mountain cabin is in a town called Sequoia Crest, California. It does not officially have a mayor, but we all know that Skip would be the mayor if we had an official mayor. You know why? Because Skip is the guy with the, the, the snow pushing, the snow plow. That's why. And he's down. He's ready. He'll, hey, you need your snows plowed? He's there. Uh, Will, can you tell us some facts about Cramerton for people who have never, you know, visited or maybe never looked it up? Like, what are what are some of the things that the town prides itself on? Absolutely. Um, the thing we are probably most famous for is the Loomis Fargo heist, which at the time was the the biggest heist in American history. Uh, the criminals that uh, once they had thirteen million dollars in cash and blue barrels, they decided to buy a home in lovely Cramerton. Uh, paid a half million dollars in cash for a house, and that's actually the whole story that Masterminds was based on the Zach Galifianakis movie. Oh, haven't seen it, but he's good in everything, isn't he? Yeah, peach of a man. Mm -hmm. But the thing we're most proud of is we're actually the birthplace of khaki. We were the uh, chief provider of the 8.2 ounce khaki material that uh, served our troops in World War II. So. So, Will, is Cramerton cloth named after Cramerton, North Carolina? That is absolutely correct. Wow. Stuart W. Kramer is the person that pioneered that cloth, and, and he's our, our founding father. That's a big deal. I knew my menswear knowledge would come in handy someday. <laughs> I thought that'd be right up your alley. <laughs> That's it, just this one time. So Yeah, I mean, the, the, your, your, it looks like your town's tourism website is Khaki Town, USA. That's, that's the one that tells the history of that portion of our town. We're, we're really proud of it. So it's something we want to, to get out there. And I figured with Jesse's uh, love of menswear and his menswear blog, it might be something that would be of interest. Yeah. I mean, if not for Cramerton and the, and the fabric it produced, um, no one would have church pants. <laughs> People would just be going to church without any pants on, angering God. <laughs> what would business casual even mean? Yeah. Nothing. It would just be That's nonsense. Right. It'd be gibberish. That's right. Uh, Will, can you tell me about? I'm looking at I'm looking at Cramerton.org, which I recommend to all, especially young people, 
Make it your there. homepage. Yeah. Uh, it already got the sunglasses on yahoo.com. <laughs> uh, so you know it's good. Um, Will, tell me about, I'm looking at, at the local attractions. I don't want to go all the way down to the regional attractions. That's too much. I mean, we all know Charlotte Douglas International Airport's only 7.6 miles from Cramerton. Everybody knows that. It's the number one airport in our region, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why it's such a regional attraction. I've heard great things about the Cinnabon. I hear it's one of the top Cinnabons. I'm locking in on local attractions here. Tell me about Christmastown, USA. That is our small sister city of McCaddenville. And it, it for many years, the uh, local textile mill actually paid the electric bill for every resident during the month of December. So everyone decorated to the fullest. So it's just an absolutely beautiful, picturesque town that folks will wait for hours during Christmas season to, to drive through with their families. It's it's gorgeous. And it's not the rivalry you might think, you know, Khaki Town, Christmas Town. That's what I was going to say. I guess I was, yeah, I was sort of hoping that you would, that all of that would be through gritted teeth. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, people seem to really love Christmas Town. <laughs> okay, let's get back into Cramerton. I didn't notice that the local attractions, it says one mile from Cramerton is Christmastown, USA. Frankly, I'm a little embarrassed that I suggested that Christmastown, USA was located in Cramerton. I'm pretty sure the Cramerton Parks and Recreation Department is located in Cramerton, North Carolina. <laughs> what are some of the top recreations available? Oh, no, that's in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. That's far. Yeah. Too far. It's a real hike. If you just want, if you're just a, a, a senior who wants to play bingo, no, our our number one destination by far is Goat Island. We've got this 37 acre island that was given to us by Duke Energy, our local power affiliate, and we built ropes courses for kids, playgrounds, a disc golf course, boat portages. It's absolutely incredible. Why does why am I not looking at Cramerton.org/frolf? <laughs> Why is the website just not say across the top, Frolf, Frolf Cramerton? There's another slogan for you. That's Khaki Town, USA. It's old news. Now it's all about Frolf Cramerton. Frisbee golf, baby. But wait, is it called Goat Island because it's covered in goats? If, if only it were. At, at one time. So it's just it, called go <laughs> Wait, so it's just called Goat Island and you go there and there's no goats? There's just some fucking shoeless guys throwing a Frisbee at each other and getting day drunk? I'm sorry, but... I don't. I I don't know if I like how misleading that name is. It, it's more a historically accurate name in that Mr. Kramer, when when he maintained the island, he kept goats on it to keep down the vegetation. It's not a sexy answer, but that's that's <laughs> that's where the name came from, and it makes for a cool logo. Come on. Oh, I think that's a sexier answer than it's covered in goats. I think that's a much <laughs> what, yeah, that, than it's covered in goats. That is, uh, yeah, that is an interesting question. What is sexier, covered in goats or no goats at all? <laughs> <laughs> you know my feelings. <laughs> yeah, we know where Janet stands on this matter. <laughs> Mayor Cawthon, how many goats would you say you have in Cramerton overall? Depending on the week, um, we... <laughs> We're in the southeast, so we actually use goats to eat kudzu when we're rehabbing our parks. So there are times where we might have as many as dozens of goats. Okay. But those are imported goats. Locally imported. They're they're regional attraction goats. <laughs> those come from Christmastown, USA. <laughs> <laughs> they have little Santa hats on. Hard to say. <laughs> you know what they say? 
Think globally, goat locally. <laughs> oh, my. I hope that's the title of this episode. <laughs> How long have you yourself lived in Cramerton? I've lived here about 15 years. I, I was a transplant from Columbia, South Carolina. You've been the mayor two-thirds of your time there. That's really impressive. That's solid math, Janet Barney. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What brought you to Cramerton initially? Just a desire to find a population that was easily moldable to your will? (laughs) I am not. (laughs) That's a better answer than my answer. But actually, I I had family that had moved here and we visited here enough and we're like, gosh, I guess we could actually live there, too. It's a wonderful place. And instead of it just being the weekend visit. Um, so I imagine this is, you know, it, it's, 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 it's noteworthy for you because you're a listener to the show, but also, I mean, you do, you know, uh, there's one thing I know, a mayor's, a mayor's a mayor 24 seven, you know, you don't get, you don't get a night off. The, the mayor's always the mayor. So, you know, I don't know if you want to use this platform or this space, um, you know, to maybe do a little bit of shameless plugging. I mean, you have, you know, you've got an audience of, uh, you know, three or four people out there who, <laughs> you know, if you want to, if, yeah, is there anything Jordan, you want to say? Three or four. Jordan is being facetious. Three or four pairs of people. Yes. <laughs> well, I, and their neighbors who can hear them playing it. So some people can kind of sort of hear this muffled through the apartment walls. I, I will certainly take that invitation. Um, anytime I get a chance to shamelessly plug our town, I will. Um, sure. Especially anyone that might want to open a awesome brewery or uh, an art gallery or do something that really enhances the the local uh, economy. And we love bringing new people to our town. We're always excited to to show people around. So we would absolutely love that. All right. Well, if you're looking for a place to open up your brewery or art gallery, uh, Cramerton is it, it sounds like. I'm going to use that on our next billboard. So thank you for that. That, that take, that, that take away (laughs) plug. (laughs) I actually was going to open a brewery, but I'm looking at Christmastown, USA right now. Yeah. Oh, see? Again. Oh, some good the rivalry. There's some good tax benefits and, you know, the water. Can't yeah. replicate the water. Elf, an, elf, an elf workforce. <laughs> Jesse, you need to rethink this because you're going to be making all nog-based <laughs> ales in Christmas. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it going elsewhere then. <laughs> Not a nog fan, huh? <laughs> Not a big nog guy, no. Me neither. Is being the mayor of Cramerton a full-time job? It's not. Um, it's anywhere from 15 to 20 hours a week, but it's basically a volunteer position. With It's it's something you do for the love of it. For the love of mayoring. That's it. Do you have, a, do you have another job, or are you just to live a life of leisure and, and proclamations? If, if only. No, I actually uh, I work for a software company. There you go. Are you, do you get to make proclamations? Tell us what the top three powers of the mayorality in Cramerton are. Because when I worked in the mayor's office of the city of San Francisco, there was a machine that replicated Mayor Willie L. Brown's signature. We could sign it to any goddamn thing. It was fantastic. (laughs) And we would make proclamations about each other being dumb all day long. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> print them out on the laser printer, sign them by the mayor's name on the auto pen, and, you know, apply gold leaf. What kinds of things can the mayor of Cramerton do? Certainly proclamations. That is that is a power mm-hmm. any mayor has. Um, I sign a lot of checks. So, so that's, a, I guess, a power of the office. 
but but the biggest thing is is putting forward great things for the people things like you know we're working a lot on public art we're working on parks and rec you know those are things that are exciting that are good for everybody in town but definitely a lot of proclamations at least to a meeting it seems like listen i think what we're getting at is can you name a street waluigi way <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't have to be a long street. It can just be like a roundabout that leads up to the library. But can you name a couple of citizens Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson? <laughs> yeah, can you change people's names who live there? Love to do that. <laughs> and and given the month that y'all are currently celebrating, I'm I'm glad that you went with Waluigi. <laughs> but but Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson would make me very very happy to see every day, or even a JJ go away. I. I am looking at the town crest of the town of Kramerton uh, as reproduced on what appears to be the kind of rug that you use to clean your boots off in the hall, in the what I'll call the corridors of power and what I'm presuming is Kramerton City Hall. It does appear to have a sculpture of a kangaroo in the back, so I'm not 100% sure what this is, but... It, it definitely is the, the crest of the town of Cramerton. I'm seeing what look like some bulrushes in, a, in maybe a, a, a tidal wetland or a marshland. I'm seeing beautiful uh, green hills. I'm seeing a, a handsome tree, I presume some local type of tree. They're all uh, contained within crossed five irons. And at the top appears to be a Devo energy dome. <laughs> what can you tell me about the crest of the town of, of Kramerton that can explain these disparate elements? Now I will never be able to not see it as a Devo power dome, but that is actually, <laughs> that is actually a, a spool of thread. That would have been used in the oh, textile mill. Got it. That makes sense. And then the golf clubs, they're just there because a lot of people like to play golf? Previously, we had two uh, golf courses. Now we have one private, one Kramer Mountain golf course. But previously, we had a municipal course and a, and a private course. So we were definitely known for our golf outings. Wow, two. Out of 5,000, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot, of, that's a lot of golf per person. That is, that is golf What's, course per 2,500. Uh, hold on. If memory serves, there are three because there's a Frisbee golf That's course. true. Are you saying Frisbee golf isn't real golf? This is controversial. This could get you run out of town on a rail. <laughs> More like don't froth Crit Kramer 10. <laughs> all, right, Jesse, you're, all right, Jesse, you took it a little too far. <laughs> Put your claws away. <laughs> <laughs> I see that it is a spool. Yeah, di- disc golf, froth, we, we welcome everyone. Yeah, that's a, that's a really beautiful sentiment. No matter what sort of golf you practice, you're welcome in Cramerton. I have it on a t-shirt. Who's the hottest dude in all of Cramerton? <laughs> See, I wish my wife hadn't already gone to sleep. I'm on the East Coast. If she was in here, she could she could tell you. She could rank the rank the Cramerton hunks. Rank, rank the hottest dudes. Yeah. Look, you and I know we know either heterosexual or not. We know who the hottest dudes are. The hottest dude in Los Angeles, Mister Bradley Pitt. <laughs> oh yeah. Who's the hottest yeah, dude in Cramerton? <laughs> yeah, we know it off the top of our head. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have to think about it. I'm, I'm sure the top two or three would probably come from our fire department, based on what I hear from the women of our town. Oh. I don't know. City Commissioner Richard Atkinson's pretty hot. <laughs> I will pass that along to him at our meeting Thursday night. He'll he'll be so flattered. 
And the uh, hottest guy at Christmastown, USA, it's got to be Santa. <laughs> That's right. The original daddy. Uh, Mr. S. Hot Claus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess uh, my final question for you, uh, Will, is uh, what do we get out of this? <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm hoping the stickers went a long way here. But if, if, if you did send me some stickers, <laughs> yeah, Jordan hasn't gotten any of them yet, but but you did send me some stickers. I, I do need those for my that. skateboard deck. <laughs> I, I'll be send along another uh, another care package for everyone to to share in. Thank you. I want to congratulate you on this picture on the news and announcements page of the website. That it is mostly, I would say, the subject of this picture is a couple of water fountains in a waiting area. You got to have a water fountain in a waiting area. What else are you going to do while you're waiting? Yeah, that's a great <laughs> question. Read Highlights Magazine and let and let that cad goofus upset you. <laughs> Jordan, it's outdoors. You can't you can't have a Highlight Magazine in an outdoor waiting area. Now you're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I Come just on. went a little crazy there. <laughs> Man, <laughs> this is like when Kamala Harris tore into Biden. At the <laughs> I can't tell you how often I'm compared to her. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Will, we sure appreciate you taking yeah. the time uh, to listen to Jordan Jesse go uh, to, to risk your mayorality by appearing on the program. <laughs> we promise not to tell anyone that you've done so. <laughs> and we encourage everyone to get out to Cramerton, North Carolina. If if somebody is flying into that airport, what was that airport called again? Charlotte Douglas International. Charlotte Douglas International Airport. It's only 7.6 miles. If you're in Uptown Charlotte, it's only 13 miles. Heck, if you're in Kings Mountain State Park, it's only 17 miles away. This all seems like very short journeys for the quality of froth you're going to be frothing <laughs> in Cramerton, North Carolina. The froth capital of North Carolina, known exclusively for Frisbee golf. Anyway, yeah, so thanks so much for being here, Will. And of course, um, you can catch our live show at Christmastown USA, the Christmastown USA <laughs> USA Podcast Aww. Festival. Uh, we're going to be playing the, uh, the the back room at the Gingerbread House. Get your tickets, uh, get your tickets now. I can't wait. I got to tell you, Will, I'm, I've been looking through the pictures of Kramerton, uh, on the website, and I'm legitimately jealous. It looks like a little slice of heaven. Is it, what a beautiful little town you're the mayor of. Are you, I hope you're very proud because uh, it looks like a really special place. Can't be more proud. And if, if y'all do a live event in Charlotte, we would love to have you come spend some time with us over here. Awesome. Maybe you could convince people to like us on our show. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I'm doing all I can out here. <laughs> I believe you have a little something called a bully pulpit, sir. Right. <laughs> uh, well, Will, thank you so much. And we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Janet Vardy, part of the pitch break. <laughs> Welcome to our break, Janet. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's nice in here. Were you, try were you doing a little spooky voice there? Is this going to be a spooky break? No, I'm not doing any break voice <laughs> at all. You're, see, you're doing it. You're doing the, you're, it's spooky.
This is just my regular voice. <laughs> okay. Have you, have you talked like that the whole time? Have I never noticed? Wow. This is how I've been talking since we met each other when we were 19 years old. <laughs> I mean, I can hear the fangs. Like, I don't know I can how you too. accomplish that, but right? They're, they're cl- there now. They're clicking. They're clicking against they the mic. Are. Janet, do you remember when I was the publicist for SF Sketchfest and I would call and pitch people interviews with yes. the kids in the hall? Yes. <laughs> no one could resist you, and now it's starting to make more sense. <laughs> I was always asking radio stations if they had any mirrors. <laughs> that's, a funny, that's a funny character, comedy nerd Dracula. <laughs> I don't think it's specific uh, enough. <laughs> no, you're right. I know it would reach too broad an audience, I think. <laughs> if the original run of Mr. Show on VHS. It really meant a lot to me when I saw David Cross in a rock club with baby shambles. <laughs> uh, I think that was the name of the man that he toured with. Okay, well, <laughs> speaking of David Cross in a rock club, uh, we have been doing it since literally, we've been doing this, we've, Jordan and I have been working together making this stuff. Literally, we interviewed, I didn't get to do it because I, I, I was already away for the summer, but Jordan and uh, our old co-host Gene interviewed David Cross to promote his first rock club tour. There you go. That was a new thing. That was like 20 years ago, dude. It was a long time ago. Um, and ever since we became professionals in our well, you could argue that it never happened, but we are paid for our work. Uh, it has been primarily through the the direct support of our audience. We've always been member supported, and in fact, all of Maximum Fun is supported by our members. It's like seventy percent of our revenue, and thank goodness now because it's tough times out there for people who are trying to sell advertisements. And uh, this is what has allowed us to keep the lights on, retain all our employees, and retain all our shows. Yeah, it's 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 really really awesome that um, you know these shows uh, get to continue, even the shows that you know that maybe don't have a giant audience that you know perhaps another network would <laughs> kick to the curb for uh, for having uh, having low numbers. Um, you know it. it it doesn't matter if there are just like passionate fans who want to support it. Like it's totally awesome that, you know, as long as there are fans who are willing to kick in a couple bucks, these shows can continue. It's, uh, it's really awesome and it makes us feel good. Yeah. Look, if you're out there and you can't support us right now, we understand it is fine. Uh, but if you are in a position to do so, that is what keeps this train rolling. And, I know this is this is taken on an even more important role in my life on a week to week basis, and uh, I imagine that for a lot of folks who are listening right now, it's important to you too. So, if you are able to do so, go to maximumfund.org/slash/join and join us. Um, we also have a couple of cool new things that are going on at maximumfund.org/slash/join. Uh, first of all, if you're in a position to give a gift membership. You now can, and you can either send it to somebody you know uh, who would become a Maximum Fund member but can't, uh, or you can mark it for somebody who's had to cancel their Max Fund membership uh, due to due to circumstances surrounding us in the world. Um, and besides that, 
you can also now boost your membership. So if you don't feel like if you're already a member, you can't quite make it to the next level, but you'd like to throw in a few extra bucks every month, you can do that too. And that's all at MaximumFun.org slash join. So Jesse, let me, a question about the, the gift memberships. Yeah. If you decide to gift someone a membership, do does that person who gets the gift, do they get access to all of the Max Fun bonus content? Yeah, totally. They get the Boco and the swag, baby. Yeah. Um, there's like something like 200 hours of Max Fun bonus content there on a special donor feed. Uh, every show does something special for uh, for donors. Uh, Janet, what what kind of stuff is the JV Club doing for uh, for donors? Well, I'll tell you what, I had two very special episodes that I was sort of holding on to um, because I wanted to make it part of the BOCO for Max Fun Drive um, because they're wonderful, wonderful ladies. Um, Darcy Carden from The Good Place, she plays Janet oh, on hey. The Good Place. Uh, wonderful stories about her teenage years and also uh, the somewhat aforementioned Perry Mason's Tatiana Maslani, also from Orphan Black, Emmy winner from Orphan Black. Um, Boco episodes of each of those wonderful women uh, available to Max Fun members. I love those people and I love Max Fun members. So it feels like a perfect fit. It's a couple gifted artists, if you ask me. That's right. Yeah, we've done a lot of fun uh, stuff for this show. Uh, we, you've heard us talk about the drinking game, the Jordan Jesse Go drinking game uh, that is up there that we did with our buddy Ben Harrison. And uh, I don't know if it is up quite yet, but if not, it will be soon. Uh, we did a special all Walton Goggins vodka theme song episode with uh, Dan and Stu from the Flophouse. God, speaking of Jordan Jesse Go deep cuts that activate the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Prank Bear, Walton Goggins Vodka, Analogist. <laughs> um, most of all, we, we want to thank everybody who has become a member, everybody who supported us every other way, telling somebody about the show, uh, talking about the show loudly on the bus, um, <laughs> playing the show from one of those rooftop loudspeakers on top of like a 1982 Chevrolet Caprice, uh, right. like in the Blues Brothers. Um, <laughs> pl- look, playing the show down at Lake Wasapamata. Uh, what if, however it is that you're supporting uh, Maximum Fun and Jordan Jesse Go during the Max Fun Drive, we really want to say thank you because... I'll tell you, uh, when when times are tough, uh, you find out who your friends are, and uh, our audience have had our back to an extraordinary, extraordinary extent. We're so, so grateful. It means really, it's really special that we get to do this for you. So thank you. Yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah, it definitely. I, I have I have said this before, but I think I I don't I don't think I can say it enough that um. Uh, I feel very lucky to be doing this show for a for a really cool group of people, and that makes itself apparent um, in a lot of ways, um, but also but mainly in the ways then but mainly when the Max Fun Drive comes around, uh, people you know step up to the plate, kick us a couple bucks, you know, keep the show on, keep the producers paid. And, uh, and yeah, and then just in general, all the kind of really cool stuff that people, uh, you know, all the cool positivity that goes on around Max Fun Drive, everybody talking about their favorite shows and how much the shows mean to them. It's a really awesome feeling. And I know that, um, you know, when you're making stuff on the internet, you don't always get to 
pick your audience. Sometimes you uh, are saddled with an audience that you wish you weren't <laughs> creating for. Uh, I know a lot of people in that position, um, but it's really awesome. I think just from the start, we've had nice, caring, sweet um, people who care about laughs and they, you know, care about being nice and being cool and high fives. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a real pleasure to come here every week and goof around for a group of people who I know are cool. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Could not agree more. It's MaximumFun.org slash join if you want to join us. This is the last Max Fun Drive episode of Jordan Jesse Goes, so we won't bother you again for another year. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, please come and join us. MaximumFun.org slash join. You get cool stuff, too. You can see it all at MaximumFun.org slash join. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Janet Varney, regional attraction goat. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most municipal term I've ever heard somehow, and I love Will for it. (laughs) I never would have known that there's such a thing as a regional attraction goat. Janet, you're from the great state of Arizona originally. Do you have any favorite regional attractions? Yes, I absolutely do. Um, Biosphere 2. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Does that still exist? It, it, as far as I know, I mean, it became this sort of weird place that you could tour. I think the University of Arizona took it over at a certain point. I'm not sure if it's what's happening to it now. I know the um, Spaceship Earth documentary just came out recently, and I cannot wait to see it, even though I have waited to see it because I forgot about it for a minute. Now I've been reminded that it's back. I can't wait to see it. Wow. I, that is, oh, it's a, it's just a wonderful, strange, it's just great. It's, it's just, it's a great facility. In Oracle, Arizona. Yeah. It's not too far outside Tucson at all. Um, And it is when you could tour it, and I have not tried to tour it in probably 15 years. Um, but you could, you could take a walking tour through it and it's, it really is like for all of the, I mean, I I don't know how much people know about it, but like, honestly, you could watch Spaceship Earth and get a very good sense of it being bananas and cult-like. But the idea was, you know, let's build this biosphere where scientists will enter and they will live, everything will be sealed and they will live in their own little tiny, um, biosphere hence biosphere two because biosphere one is earth uh and and <laughs> whoa they were supposed to live inside there and mind then, blown yeah i <laughs> know think about it and then everything went wrong and the thing i remember about this like wonderful article that was written about it many years ago was i think everyone turned orange because like the only staple that was still growing was like yams <laughs> wow so they all went kind of crazy and uh in orange and um and then you and so but 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 point being when you go there it really is what your idea of like you know a sort of pod in another on another planet should be like if we were trying to recreate earth somewhere it feels like you're in an arthur c Clarke novel like yeah there's a you know there's a huge area that's like this is our tiny ocean that somehow has a little tide and here's and then right over here is the desert and then here's the chaparral section and then here's the i mean it's it's kind of great now what point did Polly shore and stephen baldwin break in oh that's right 
Yeah. They, uh, you know what? I, that, I, I forgot that they did that. Yeah. Was that called Biosphere? <laughs> it was called like, bi- I, that's Biodome. Bo- I Biodome. Biodome. Sure. I sure. Didn't that bring Tenacious D to America? It had the, I think it was an early Tenacious D. I think they had a cameo in that back when they were kind of a, you know, uh, beloved alternative comedy club act. Man, so many. You got a pretty yeah. nice t-shirt here on the Biosphere website, but twenty nine ninety nine. I don't know. Yeah. No. Seems a, seems a bit much. I mean. I heart Biosphere too. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Uh, well, when something momentous happens to you, like you turn orange from eating too many yams, 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org is how to reach out to us for our beloved segment, Momentous Occasions. Here's our first call. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi. Oh, I don't know. Bernie Sanders, maybe. Mm, I'm calling with the Momentous Occasion. Uh, this is Julian from California. I'm a trans man just got top surgery, so proud to be titty-free. I'm looking forward to spending the remainder of my life in tank tops like the himbo that God intended me to be. So, <laughs> love the show. Love you guys. Thank you. Now, hold on. God don't make no himbo. <laughs> I disagree. Not according to my Bible, Jesse. <laughs> Uh, congratulations uh, con- congratulations on on the boob removal well earned mm-hmm. um and congratulations on the new uh, himbo status yeah and congratulations on being able to wear sweet tanks sun's out guns out it sounds like and ju- if i could just throw in that um my th- my cousin julian who is also trans uh I think that's a wonderful coincidence that I happen to be the guest and I have a, uh, he's basically my brother because there are only two of us on that side of the family and, um, and he's trans and his name is Julian. So I think that's kind of great. Yeah. Sweet. What a, what a nice coincidence. That's awesome. Let's take one more call. Hi, Jordan Jesse. Caller calling from Texas and, uh, just wanted to let you know that, uh, it's almost August. Uh, I'm a, uh, uh, surgeon and uh, recently retrieved a foreign body from a patient's mm-hmm. rectum. Um, it had a pay, it had a base, but uh, left no trace and required an expert to remove it. Um, and it just kind of made me sad. With analogous coming up, that there was a base, and there wasn't a trace. Um, the things I've been telling patients for years just, I guess, aren't true. <laughs> anyway, um, hope y'all are having a wonderful July and have a lovely August. Uh, thanks a lot. Bye. Can you imagine getting wheeled? In a, you know, you're on a gurney. Yeah. You get wheeled into the operating room. They 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 pull down that giant lamp. You know, the one that's like uh, like they have in the dentist's office, mm-hmm. but bigger. And there's, you know, there's all these machines beeping. And then uh, a woman with a, you know, a surgical mask comes up and she says, uh, uh, hello, uh, I'm a... Uh... <laughs> Oof. Uh, <laughs> certainly... <laughs> 
Uh, uh, Janet, for you and anybody who might be a new listener, we we have a a, a holiday we like to celebrate uh, around these parts. It's called Analogus. It's inspired by a sign that goes up yearly at the Pleasure Chest uh, sex store, I think on Santa Monica Boulevard there. And actually, someone did uh, tag me in a photo of uh, their display for this year. So even in the midst of quarantine, Analogus... Uh, persists, uh, much like an anus swallowing up a butt plug that apparently had a base. Um, and yeah, and we just like to kind of celebrate that holiday and kind of use, you know, that spirit of openness and trying new things and kind of bringing that into our into our lives. And I, I do think we had, I think I maybe recklessly declared this the year of August at some point um, and then kind of forgot about it. But so you know, just I, uh, I want to wish everybody a happy analogous, and we hope you're we hope you're out there, um, you know, trying new stuff and 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 keeping yourself open, um, despite that probably being a little tough these days. Great, I think it's a really beautiful <laughs> sentiment. Yeah, thank you. And a really beautiful time of year. It is. I can't. I just the most <laughs> wonderful don't time. Don't you do it? Will is listening to this, and he does not want to think about Christmas and. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Don't do that. Shit, that was the most. Is the word I'm looking for circumspect? That was just such a a thoughtful, like pontificatory message. That was like she was. Re- yeah. It was like she was re-experiencing everything as it happened. You know, it was like right. And then, and you're so she's sort of seeing it all as it's taking place, almost as if it's in real time. And there was a real I told you so in her voice the whole time. And I don't blame her. <laughs> I don't blame her. I think, man, but I mean, I think that the, it's true what they say is that butt surgeons are very empathetic. Sure. And you, you could tell that she was really, really yeah. feeling for the patient in that moment. Yeah, I guess they say that. I think they do. I think I most of do. them. I think most I of them say do. that. Brian, get them on the phone and let's see if they say that. <laughs> Brian, call up them. Do you think if they if you lose something in your butt and a surgeon comes, right, they have to cut open your butt? Boy, that's a great question. I don't know how you. I guess I always imagine like a butt dilator. I yeah, I was imagining some sort of butt opener. Yeah, I don't. The closest I've ever been is when I was in like uh, first or second grade. I got a, a ring smashed on my finger, mm-hmm. and a nurse just came out in the ER. She just came out with like a can opener and cut it off. Oh my gosh. Well, the finger? Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> yeah. Do you only have nine but fingers, Jesse? I didn't do anything with my butt, so hmm. I don't have specific information on this specific use case. So the ring could still be up there for all you know. Yeah. Also, there's something very charming about a first or second grade you wearing a ring. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, that's it's how I do things. Later, my watch fob got wrapped around my wrist a little tight, and I... <laughs> <laughs> my pocket watch uh, yeah. snagged on the choo-choo. Exactly. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you're learning to read. You need a monocle. <laughs> that's true, sure. <laughs> Guys, I'm checking out some of the other attractions in Oracle, Arizona. Yeah, what else we got? Uh, Titan Power Rentals. Mm-hmm. Now, what's that? Uh, it looks like you rent a, a giant four wheelers. No, oh, that makes sense. Okay, not the not the Titans from Greek, Greek mythology. <laughs> no, that would be great. Yeah, that would uh, be cool. Sue and Jerry's Trading Post rent a nice Kraken. 
Yeah, Sue and Jerry's Trading Post actually looks like a fun looks like a fun store. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, like a robot out front. Yeah, looks nice. Is the robot Sue or Jerry? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 their son. Sue and Der- Jerry died in a car accident. <laughs> I continue the store in their honor. Uh, and then you have Perfect Quilters College. <laughs> What? So it just has a cat pun in there? This paints a, a beautiful and perfect picture. Speaking of perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. place. Janet, do you recognize any of these places? Uh, no. I, I have to say I've been remiss in supporting those other local businesses. Uh, I was, I, I suppose now I realize I was too fixated on Biosphere 2. And I have to live with that. I get it. It's a, it's a handsome sphere. Yeah. When something momentous happens to you, 206-984-4FUN, or just send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Uh, we'll listen to them because we are podcasters. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse. The now. store was my parents' <laughs> legacy. Help me remember them. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Janet Varney, proud Max Fun podcaster. Oh, we're proud to have you, Janet. It's kind of, it was nice of you to pick us. Well, what a, what an absolute and complete no-brainer. It's a wonderful community. It really is. And that feeling of interaction and feeling like you're being heard and that you have the opportunity to hear back from the listener um, is maybe not something that every podcaster wants. I feel very confident saying every single podcaster at Max Fun, it's part of why we do this is having that interaction with you, the listener. So it's um, it's really, really been extraordinary to see how everyone has come through uh, in these kind of crazy times. I, I suspect that if people are listening to this show, they already subscribe to the JV Club. But um, if if they don't, I really, really recommend it. It's such a great show, oh, Janet. Thanks. You're such a you're such a uh, a funny, hilarious person first and foremost, but also you're you're a great interviewer. And I was listening to you interviewing Lauren Lapkus, who is somebody I really admire, but realized as I was listening to you guys talking that I mainly know her in character. Like she's someone I know, you know, when she's doing a crazy character or, you know, uh, you know, being the hilarious, most hilarious part of whatever thing she's in. Um, And it was so cool to hear you guys just talk as people. And, and it was so cool to like learn about, you know, this person who I had only known as, a you know perfect joke fountain and it was just so right. nice to get to get to know the person uh, at the middle of it it was a, it's a really cool show and you've got a real knack for starting those conversations oh thanks well you've both been on it and i loved my episodes with each of you and uh and i've known you for many 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 years and i still learned stuff about you that i didn't know and that's what's fun about talking about people's teenage years is i think we all have enough distance from it that we have a little bit of a sense of humor and a sort of kindness to ourselves about the stuff that was weird or awkward. Um, and, and so we can sort of dig in a little bit without, you know, me asking like, what do you dream about now? (laughs) Is there a God? (laughs) Uh, I won't spoil it, but you also have a really hilarious conversation with Andy Daly about his first date. And uh, if you're a fan of Andy Daly, you you definitely want to hear this, this episode. So uh, maybe, maybe start there if you're an Andy Daly fan. Wonderful. Uh, 
our thanks this week to every member of Maximum Fun uh, and everybody who's supported Maximum Fun in non-monetary ways through the Max Fun Drive. Uh, the Max Fun Drive will come to a close at the end of this week, and um, uh, you know we had to postpone it for a long time, and we weren't sure how to do it. And we weren't sure, oh man, are people is this going to make people feel bad? Like, is this going to, you know, we were so worried about it every which way. And the experience that I have had of the Max Fun Drive is just unqualified support and good vibes from so many, like hundreds of people uh, who have reached out on Twitter and on email and so on and so forth. Um, And it was a real lifeline for me. And I really appreciate it. So Thank you, everybody who's participated in the Max Fund Drive. Thank you, everybody who's uh, been a member forever. Thank you, everybody who supported us in other ways. Um, to say we couldn't do it without you is the literal truth. We really couldn't do it without you. So, yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you for everything. And yeah, I I know, I know we're running a little bit long with this, and I, I absolutely meant to talk about this last time, but man, I just want to fucking round of applause for Brian Sonny D. Fernandez during all yes. this. Um, yes. Uh, uh, so the, 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 the money that, that gets collected at MaximumFun.org slash join, it not only goes to the host, it goes to like everybody who works at MaxFun. Uh, you know, the, the producers, the people who ship out the merch, and uh, that's where Brian's paycheck comes from, and he's just been busting his ass. I mean, this, this show is such a, a new beast during quarantine, uh, especially when one of the hosts, me, doesn't know how to use any kind of technical equipment at all. <laughs> um, and, you know, he's editing together a show where people are talking in, from three different recording programs, and he's fucking editing together every Walton Goggins song that comes down the pipe. Uh, Brian's a real champ, and and I'm, I'm so glad that he gets a paycheck for this because he really deserves it. He totally deserves it now more than ever. And uh, yeah, it's really cool that we get to, you know, pay Brian to do all this stuff and not just shadily rely on an intern like a lesser company might do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lesser company who would be making lesser podcasts because the intern would be lesser good at it. <laughs> right. Uh, maximumfund.org slash join if you haven't already joined and you know five bucks a month ten bucks a month makes all the difference in the world we're very grateful for it uh, and we're very grateful to you Janet for joining us on this week's Jordan Jesse Go thank you very yeah. much well I'm so flattered to be your last uh, Max Fund Drive guest that really means a lot to me I feel like Max Fund Drive as we all have kind of established is a special time for the network and so um, I, I don't even care if it's an accident or and it's just a coincidence I'm going to go ahead and wear it with pride. I'm going to walk around feeling like, yeah, I was, I closed out Max Fun Drive on JJ Go. That's a big yeah. deal. No, we've, we've, yeah. we, we made a pledge. Only fan favorite guests during Max Fun Drive. So we definitely Aww. took note of who people yell at us to have back on again. And you're definitely one of those people who, uh, who people yell at us to have back on. So, uh, so we're doing it. Well, as long as you're getting yelled at, as I'm happy. <laughs> we're giving the people what they want. <laughs> Yeah, we made a list of all the fan favorites, like the very fan favorite, as we said, for the last week, which one of these people is really going to run this ship aground? Yes. And it was you. Yes. So thank you, Janet. Thank you very much. Hashtag JJ Go on Twitter. Uh, hashtag Max Fun Drive. Please brag about your membership if you're already a member. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for Jordan Jesse Go. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.reddit. 
com, And of course, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our producer. Uh, not to be confused with the guy who uh, stole his name and social security number and tried to buy a Mercedes. <laughs> this week. Yeah. Uh, luckily, that's been resolved thanks to his, his, dogged, his dogged hard work. Um, we'll talk to everybody next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.